recording the clown. Hi, good afternoon, everybody. You know, it is this time of year. Yes, may not have been the time of year that I would like, but for the gentleman I'm about to have on my show, he's not a stranger to the show. He's been on the Rudolph show before, but this was a little while, a little uh, time separation. You can go back in time and warp speed, Captain, but you guys should know him already. If you don't, you should be paying attention to the USFL, which is kicking off its, I don't know, a long hiatus, I must say. But the gentleman here on my left side, Sean Brown. You should be very familiar with Sean right about now. He's done plenty of articles, plenty of interviews. He's almost the, the face of the franchise outside of the quarterback position. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that clearly is Sean's Brown. Sean, man, how are you? It's good to see you. I know we touched base offline, but how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. I'm just, uh, first things first, I'm happy to see you're doing well, Rudy. It's been a while. Uh, um, my family's doing great. We're doing great. Just moved out here to Atlanta and just excited and ready to go, man. Nice. Very cool. You have mm -hmm. kind of gone the long road around when you think about where you started at, and again, it's not about how you start, it's how you finish, and you certainly right. have done just that. You found yourself in kind of a hiatus mode, trying to find any league, essentially, that would uh, really kind of challenge you to get back in this, and of course, you've done your homework already. The USFL has been around a long time. They've kind of been out of the out of sight, out of mind, if you will, for about 20 years or so, but yeah. so, something tells me that this season could be a very special one, not only special for the people watching clearly the audience is the end result to where you guys stand but the I, I would say the nfl alternative which is not a bad one because there are a lot of guys and you know this as well as i do that have left the usfl very successfully i might add who have gone on to have stellar careers in the nfl so, right um if you guys don't know who he is he's got he probably crushed me at six 6'10", and a wingspan. His hand size is obviously larger than mine. Mine are pretty big, but his are just absolutely out of sight big. Uh, what is it about this this workout regimen? Tell me about the workouts. Tell me about how that's been preparing you to uh, enter not only the USFL, but to put on your absolute best to shine in front of would-be NFL head coaches. I mean, honestly, man, when you, when you go this wrong road and – you have to do different things. Uh, you got to do try different things. New trainers. Uh, I've all, I have great trainers on this whole process. Uh, like my trainers now, like they're great, uh, like really great. What I mean, like what's so different now is we do a lot of resistant work training. So a lot of stuff we do is a lot of push pulls. So if I'm pushing something, something's pulling me down, vice versa. Um, and we do a lot of tempo stuff. So everything relates to the field. Um, I've caught myself in the past years ago where I would do workouts that weren't so relatable, but I was in shape. Um, a lot of teams, uh, NFL teams, reached out to my agent and myself uh, this a uh, few months ago or past summer and just told me basically that you well, we like you, we can get you in, but you just got to uh, cut some weight. So that's what I did. I focused on cutting weight. Um, on a strict diet plan now, I'm eating like, you know, more salads, more uh, like fiber stuff. It's just a whole lot of stuff that it got me uh, mixed in, uh, hot teas in the morning. But like I said, I, I, I enjoyed the process. I wouldn't change for anything. Of course, I would like to just take the easy route, but this made me a better person, better player, a better man. Um, and like I said, like today was, <clears throat> today's probably the first day when I did my workouts and I was just like, dang, my legs feel so heavy today with my trainers running tripping. They were just like, you've been doing two days for about almost two months now. Uh, so like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely gonna get some, you know, work out, I'm gonna work out tomorrow for sure to get some good treatment in, but I'm, I'm very excited about what's, uh, what's to come, uh, in, in these next few weeks or these next few months with the uh, USFL. 
Sure, absolutely. I've I've watched you. I've interviewed you. You're you're no stranger to my show. Uh, right. And of course, I wanted you to get drafted in the NFL. It didn't happen that way. Tell me about the the emotional component to not being drafted, to being undrafted, playing with the Cedar Rapid Titans, Colorado Crush, Nebraska Danger, uh, Philadelphia Sol, as well as the Salt Lake Stallion and the LA Wildcats. <clears throat> well, honestly, in, in order to go through this route, you got to really, really have tough skin. So I've met so many hundreds of people who who would love to still play, but they just gave it up uh, a lot. And I, and I believe a lot of guys give it up because of financial reasons. Um, just, you know, sometimes making the wrong decisions, they money or just, you know, things has happened. People lose family members like my, like myself, I lost my dad and, and it was just tough. You know what I'm saying? So it was along this road I lost and I gained a lot of friends, gained a lot, a lot of new relationships. And I tell anybody, like, you know, if you're not, if you're not ready for this, don't do it. You know what I mean? But I just, you have to be mentally ready for this because being mentally strong is just as, just as good as being physically strong. Uh, there's been, I will lie to you right now if I sat here and I said, oh, I never wanted to quit. There were times I wanted to quit. There was times I, people were telling me to quit. There was times where my body was telling me to quit. Uh, so, but like I said, I had to change it up. And, I, you know, I, I look at, like, outside of football, I look at guys like LeBron James, who is a, a masterpiece, uh, almost 40 years old and looking like he's 20, 21 years old. And I, and I kind of study him and what he does. And he does a lot of mental stuff. Like, yes, he puts a million dollars into his body every year. I don't have that. But... Uh, I make sure I do all the necessary stuff like, you know, yoga, swimming. I do a lot of stretching. I, I pride myself in flexibility and strength and that. So, um, and now that I got, I just, like I said, I, in the last month and a half, two months, I cut about 22, 23 pounds down and I'm feeling really good. And, and I, I didn't lose any strength. I actually feel stronger than I've ever been. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. You know, the, the road is sometimes an arduous one. And, and you, you said it best. Sometimes we have to lose. Even though we don't know what we're gaining, we there, there's a step along the way when we lose something so valuable. Of course, with with COVID being what it was, and a lot of loved ones not be able to not not able to be with their respective families to whatever extent, and isolation occurs, and things like that really play a toll and and play mental tricks on you. And I don't I don't know that there's anybody else who can attest to that. Uh, probably more so than I. I, I was isolated during the entire covid um situation i didn't really go out i didn't really do anything how did you stay prepared mentally and emotionally through that and of course i want to pass from your father my condolences to you there how, how did you stay mentally ready i honestly believe i think covid made me a better person like it's, it's, it sounds crazy it is because i had to really sit home and i couldn't i had to really understand like you know a lot of times as an athlete, as a football player, uh, as a professional, you know, when that, when something is taken from you, because that's what I call it when I was in LA that was the Wildcats, it was taken away from us. When something's taken away from you, it's it's a it's a void. It's like something just it's an empty void there. So I had to really learn and relearn how to love myself and relearn how to understand who I am and understand what my capabilities are outside of football. Because a lot of times what we do is as athletes. If you say, and a lot of us, like, what do you got at football? But when you take that away, like, what do you have at that? And a lot of us get lost. And so COVID really sat me down and made me really reevaluate myself, reevaluate my circle, reevaluate everything about my life. And and I just learned, I just I just found the, the joy and the love to just love things again, period. I kind of lost it also when my dad died in 2016. Uh, 
I just, you know, I just was an empty void there, you know, and then this taught me kind of the same thing, you know, because I, like years ago, I made a promise to my dad, you know, I was going to continue to keep playing. Um, and those who don't know, the reason why I wear number 65 or I'm going to wear number 65 this year is because my dad died at 65. So I look at it as, you know, uh, 65 years of him blessing me, 65 years of struggle that we went, he, that he had to go through and 65 years of greatness. Um, after he died, they renamed the park after my dad uh, in our neighborhood. And that's something I, I look forward to just look, uh, living up to. And hopefully I have some kids and I can show them and hopefully I can, you know, achieve that or something even better. But like I said, COVID really took me to a place where I haven't been to before. I had to really sit back and just relearn myself. And by relearning myself, I had to relove myself and just love who I am and not just love football. You know, it's retrospect that we really find ourselves doing when we're faced with adversities, with the, with the things that maybe didn't go our way, maybe those things that were on the cusp of getting to where we wanted to be personally, maybe and or professionally. Uh, it had taken a lot away from a lot of different people in those in those capacities. But now we're in 2022. It seems in some places COVID's not as much of an issue. People are getting vaccinated. They're getting the, the, the booster. I know I did. I went through that entire process. Uh, and it's coming up to a near one-year anniversary where I almost died in a car accident. Uh, it mm-hmm. affected me internally. Wow. Um, I, my, my liver was failing. My internal body components were, were failing. I was checked for cancer. Uh, you know, there were a lot of things along the way that just kind of helped set the tone for what I'm doing right now and who I am right now because it's, it's about the experiences in life that we face and how we adapt to those, how we recognize the adversities that we deal with. And, and I'm not even referring to just the larger, you know, I'm talking about the small things, the small issues, the small circumstances where we may not necessarily know where we're at, but we know where we're headed and we have to get there. It's just a question of whether or not you're willing to put in the work, which you have uh, for years to get to that point. This is where you're at right now, Sean. And I can only imagine it's only going to go up from here. I've always wished the best for, for you, for your family, for your professionalism, which you seem to take very seriously, your mm-hmm. personability, which, you know, has, and, and we've, we've all grown, you've grown as well. And when you look at where you're at from a growth standpoint, were you, were you trying to get drafted by the, by, by the Philadelphia stars? Did it just happen that way? Did all the cards just kind of line up uh, for you to take advantage of this opportunity and hopefully get into the NFL? I mean, of course, um, uh, I'll be lying to say I, you know, I was, I knew this process was going to happen. Or I knew, you know, where I wanted to go. Uh, I didn't really know where I wanted to go until, you know, once I knew, you know, I kind of figured like, you know, who's going to be the quarterback there, who's going to be the coaches there. It's all about, you know, being familiar about, you know, your coworkers or, well, my family, because I consider those guys my family. Um, like I said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world, like the route I went, because I, like I said, I made amazing people along the way. And if, and if God gave me the chance to say, you know, would you want to go back and change something? I was like, I really wouldn't because I, then if I change something, it will alter me meeting certain people. Uh, and, you know, and uh, those people have actually altered my life for the better. Like They taught me great lessons. They taught me how to be a better person. They taught me how to be a better football player. They taught me how to be myself. And a lot of times uh, we don't we don't understand that. We don't we lose ourselves because we don't want to be ourselves. We, we, we sometimes try to blend in too much and and just forget who we are. Um, so that's, I've never lost that. And, I, and, I, and the main reason because of who I kept around me and the people I had along the way. I'm a big believer in, in the law of attraction. And 
I've always told myself, like, just keep positive people around me. I'm going to keep positive people around me. And that's what happened. And then you'll start to notice, like, the negative people just fall off. Like, you know, not, you know, sometimes it's not personal. Something just happens. When you speak things into, into the universe, you'll be like, dang, me and this person was so close. But that's what happened. It wasn't as close as you thought. You know, the universe always is going to come back full circle. It's going to show you what's real and show you what's not. Well, you certainly have had the the plethora of, of, of situations. You went all the way through L.A., and now you find yourself uh, being drafted uh, into the USFL. I can't imagine. Yeah, I'm just happy to be a part of history, honestly. I'm like just, just, just happy to be a part of history. And also, I'm very happy about my community. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm from Uindo, New York. And a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of young kids look up to me. A lot of look up to the, you know, where I came from and, for me, uh, playing football and going down back down there to be a substitute teacher, you know, and then as kids, you're like, oh, this guy doesn't play freshman football. What is this guy? And then when they see it, that feeling, that, that urge, they feel like, well, I could do that. And I tell them, nah, you could do better. Then, I mean, by better is just, you know, making right decisions. You know, I've, I've made my mistakes along the way, of course, but that made me a better person. Well, we've always been, you know, regardless of, of what you do in life, it's about – it's about where you finish and not where you started. And, and I, mm-hmm. I mentioned this from the onset of this, of this show. Uh, and if anybody doesn't know who this is, this is Sean Brown drafted uh, by the Philadelphia Stars. I'm Rudy Reyes of the RudeDogShow.com. This will be posted on the RudeDogShow.com. It's been a while. I would say this is almost like a redrafting uh, interview. And I say that because when we, when we initially have spoken many years ago, I was thinking to myself, man, whatever happened to Sean? What's going on with Sean? What's what's good with Sean? And, right. And I thought to myself, man, you know, I, I can only I can only imagine where he's going to be because I had always uh, uh, strongly felt that you were not only physically ready to go, but you were mentally ready, and you had everything. You had all the intangibles. You had all you have all the measurables. You have all the consistencies, uh, and. What what scouts need to recognize here, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, is that they need to look at the individual. It goes beyond the measurables. It goes beyond the 40. It goes beyond the wingspan and the quickness off the ball and the snap. And, you know, it, 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 it takes a lot more than that to be not only a good person, be a good brother, father, husband, and whatever capacity that is. And then when that's all said and done, then you can be a great football player. Uh, right, because all those things are so much more important in life in general, uh, uh-huh. and, and when you put yourself in a financial situation where now you're wondering, man, you know, if I only seen that guy, that guy was a baller. Now he's not a baller anymore. Now he decided to throw in the towel. How hard was it for you to just not give up on this? Um, it was hard. Like, and it was a, it was kind of a, of a roller coaster effect because uh. I'll be here. It's always it was always something where I'll be here and something to happen. Then I'll be here. It was something to happen, and it was more. I was just like, and then I'm like, man, like I'm still getting better. Like I'm getting older, but I'm getting better. Like I'm I'm just taking care of myself more. Like I said, I've really taken that LeBron James approach so seriously. Um, like I'm not old at all, but it's just like I watch him so much and. And that man's almost 40, and he's dominating 20, 18, 19-year-olds. You get what I'm saying? And I'm like, I, I want that. And I want that for myself. I want that. For, and I even want that for my peers. Uh, yes, it was it was super hard, really. Like, it was – it's not easy, but I embraced it. Like, you know, I really embraced it, I, and I'm still embracing it now. I'm, 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 I'm more excited about the challenge that's to come. And 
I'm even more excited, especially after the meeting we just had with some of my old linemen, new teammates, new faces, some of my coaches. Just, you know, having a conversation and just 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 being excited about, you know, playing with someone new and, and having their back and just learning who they are. And I'm more and more excited about learning who they are and so they can understand who I am so we can go out and ball and win a championship for Philly. Yeah, that sounds – I mean, and, and you're technically not that far away from Philadelphia if you think about it geographically. On the other end of the spectrum, you were here – you were in L.A. And mm. I'm, I'm like in the middle of the state geographically. Uh, when you think of those, those situations, those issues along the way, that really kind of makes you wonder, man, why did it happen this way? Have you ever really thought about any type of regrets uh, based on what other people had done that affected your path to get to the next level? Um, no, not really. Um, like I said, I've met some people along the way that, that weren't here for that long. And I'm glad, you know, maybe an agent, maybe a teammate, maybe, uh, a friend who I thought I was a friend, but it didn't really change anything too much. They may have altered my path, but they didn't, you know, initially, you know, set it to where it's going to be. And honestly, I look at it as maybe that was God, or maybe that was the universe trying to, you know, take me uh, to a tougher road. And I've always learned that like, God gave the toughest battles to the strong soldiers. So um, that's how I look at it. Well, I, I think that you have a very promising future. I, I think that not only have you, and it was almost like night and day, Sean, when I had interviewed you the first time, there were, there were some youthful things that I, that I recall. And I've interviewed a lot of players, a lot of guys trying to get to the next level. But there was just something about you. So, you know what, this guy is resilient. He's been through everything and then some but now finds himself on a track where he could actually do something more not only for his community for the philadelphia community for the fan base uh but more importantly to yourself and to remember where you came from right give me the biggest challenge above all other challenges that you face along the way that have helped make you who you are today uh this is gonna sound crazy but uh i think losing my dad because when I lost my dad, before I lost my dad, like my dad, like I wasn't a spoiled kid at all. Like you know, I'm, I'm the youngest. Uh, I have two brothers and a sister, but I'm the youngest, but I was always the biggest. My dad never really spoiled me, but he protected me. I say he protected me, like, meaning by uh, he didn't he didn't let me go through certain things. Like you know, he always kept it real with me about certain things, about challenges, and I didn't. But I, I didn't I didn't understand. Like I really didn't understand until literally when he died and. I, I went from being a, a, a young man to a man in, in a matter of seconds. I'm having to take over bills and and just, just becoming a man. Like that was that right there alone, that's what really made me after that. Like all the things he taught me just kicked right in. So that let me know I had a great father and also a great teacher and, and most of all a great friend. Well, something tells me that he is still he's still there with you in some in some way, shape or form and he's helped kind of guiding you. Not to get mm-hmm. overly spiritual, but but he's but he's there. He has your obviously has always had your best interest in mind, right? Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and continues to kind of help facilitate what your next step is and where you're actually headed. Um, of course, this is Rudy Reyes on the Rude Dog Show. Sean Brown, the newest uh, USFL guy, even has his own playing card, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, he he's been on the show with you before. He's no stranger to how I do things. And Sean had actually reached out to me and, uh, you know, he's, he's received a lot of, uh, a lot of interviews, a lot of interview requests. Look, if, yeah. if, you, if you scouts in the NFL are even listening to this or even taking time 
uh, to, to go back into my archives and look at all the players that I've interviewed, Sean Brown should probably stick out to you for a lot of reasons. And if you're not watching this, you're missing out on those reasons. So <laughs> go check out Sean Brown. He's got a lot of great things coming to the Philadelphia Stars. He has, he has a very magnetic personality, great smile, good person, good steward for the game of football. And by far, probably one of the best guys you'll probably have a chance to interview and would be an asset, above all else, to the NFL organization that you represent. So go check out Sean Brown. Go scout him. Look at his game. Look where he's been. If you have any questions, you can ask me because I have firsthand knowledge of what this young man can do. Um, <laughs> he has tons of footage. Uh, he's been around for a few years, 6'4", 320, maybe a little bit south of that, which is always a good thing, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's played multiple positions on the field. Um, he, he's one of those key pieces to an offensive line from not only a unity standpoint, but from a technique standpoint. And all the arrows are pointing up for Sean Brown. Sean, hey, man, thank you so much. Great having you back on the show. Keep me updated. Let me know what's going on. Uh, man, I, I'll definitely leave you some tickets at, at the will call, Rudy, for sure. You just got to give me a call. I, I, I got you, you for sure. I appreciate you. Thank you so of course. much. And we will definitely talk soon. This is Rudy Reyes with Sean Brown on the Rude Dog Show. Again, this is going to be on YouTube. This is going to be on the RudeDogShow.com. And uh, wherever else I can be found, you'll be sure to see this video as it comes right along with it. Thanks again. Have a great day.